Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're talking with Dr. Timothy Snodgrass of Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care. Thank you so much for joining us again, Dr. Snodgrass. Well, thanks for inviting me back. I'm glad you're here. Dr. Snodgrass is a board-certified family medicine physician at the Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care in Dalton, across from the Hamilton Medical Center Emergency Department, and the Convenient Care in Varnell at 3957 Cleveland Highway. He treats mild illnesses and injuries and performs preventative care, walk-in care, and appointments are available. Today, we're going to check in on New Year's Eve resolutions. We're going to do a check-in to see how we're doing after about a month. Well, you know what? That is probably a good idea, and I would definitely fail in the check-in, but I'm hoping there's (laughs) listeners that are on top of that. Me too. Well, making a healthy goal is an easy thing to do, but sometimes it's harder making a long-term routine. It can be more challenging than expected, especially when it comes to personal health. In fact, a third of the people who make New Year's resolutions will break them by the end of January. A third in just 30 days or 31 days? Yep. Oftentimes, people can't follow through with their goals because they haven't created realistic goals or a plan for success. So to make sustainable life changes that create a healthier lifestyle, it's important to pick goals that are manageable and attainable within the parameters of your life. In fact, it's best to choose just one or two simple resolutions that help you implement that goal. They can be gradual, but there are significant changes in your lifestyle. You know, that sounds really good. What are some of the goals that you recommend as a doctor? I like to start off with taking steps to be more active. A lot of people assume that being more active means just a daily visit to the gym, but it starts outside the gym. Being more active can simply mean looking for ways to incorporate more movement into your day. For one person, just increasing activity may be using the stairs instead of the elevator. For someone else, it might be increasing the number of steps taken during the day. If you're somebody who sits at the desk all day long, finding small ways to incorporate activity into your day is especially important. Sitting for prolonged periods of time has been shown to increase the risk of obesity, high blood pressure, and death from cancer or cardiovascular disease. If you work in an office, use your break time to take a walk around the block. If you're looking for even more activity, consider joining a group fitness class. Group fitness is a great way to increase your activity levels. And besides the benefits of being active, a group fitness class combines activity with being social. So it has both physical and mental benefits all rolled into one. You know, I think that's a great idea. A lot of people will do that through their gym membership. Uh, What about joining a gym? Uh, Do you think that can help? Absolutely. If you're looking for ways to incorporate activity into your day, joining a gym might be a great solution. When you join a gym, like the Bradley Wellness Center on the campus of Hamilton Medical Center, you'll gain access to a wide variety of workout equipment. Once you've joined a gym, you'll also have access to fitness classes, group fitness events, and even personal training. For some people, the accountability of group workouts and one-on-one exercise can be essential to keep a healthy goal. A gym is a great place to meet a friend or a willing workout partner. In fact, the study from the Dominican University of California found that more than 70% of the people who simply sent workout results to a friend achieved their fitness goals. Is that right? Yeah. So that accountability is very important. Absolutely. What about non-fitness related goals? Being with your family more will positively impact your personal health and have a positive impact on the rest of your family as well. When parents slow down and spend time with their family, they tend to relax and feel less stressed. 
Besides that, children who regularly spend time with their parents are typically healthier and happier. Many of us have had the opportunity to spend more time with our immediate family during the pandemic, but we may have gotten into a rut just watching TV or spending time、mm, online. That sounds like me. <laughs> so, taking the opportunity to go on a family bike ride, a hike, or even a trip to go and get ice cream can get great benefits to your sense of togetherness. That is some great information. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some other. Realistic goals on health for life. We'll be right back. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9 percent of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more, Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at hamiltonhealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System. Health for life. Welcome back to Health for Life, Doctor Snodgrass. Before we went to break, we were doing a check on how our New Year's resolutions have been going. You know, dieting is traditionally a popular resolution. Well, that's a tough one. Making resolutions about your diet can be the slippery slope. But the key to improving your diet is often a change on how you eat. When you focus on what's going into your mouth and slow down between the bites, you're less likely to overeat because you're more likely to recognize when you're full. Turn off the TV and enjoy each bite slowly. Mindful eating can also include swapping unhealthy foods for healthier choices. However, rather than ditching all the foods you love at once, try incorporating one or two changes at a time. For example, if you regularly eat scrambled eggs for breakfast, add a handful of spinach or some tomatoes when you cook them, or try swapping a sugary beverage for a glass of water. Once you're making these small steps consistently, add in another one, and over time, these few small steps will add up to big dietary changes. Whatever you do, don't completely ditch the occasional splurge. For example, if you you don't need to eat a steak several times a week, but resolve to treat yourself to a good healthy steak once a month. But what about our mental health? Should we get goals for that too? Absolutely. I like to frame this as trying to be grateful. Take a few minutes each day to reflect on the things you're grateful for and write them down. And when you reflect on the good things, you focus and keep a positive attitude. On the hard days, going back to the things you've written down in the past can be a good reminder. And along with being grateful, adults should turn their thankfulness into action, and they're more likely to experience an overall sense of purpose and well-being. Whether you donate your time or your money or both, giving back to your community can give a huge boost to your physical and emotional health. I agree with that a hundred percent. I think that's a very important part of life. And here's an opportunity to start your New Year's resolution with something like that. That's great. Absolutely. You know, all that makes sense. Are there other things that can help our mental? Health. Yep, getting enough sleep plays into your mental health too. Adults who sleep less than seven hours each night are more likely to suffer from a variety of health problems, including coronary heart disease, asthma, arthritis, depression, and diabetes. A healthy adult should get a minimum of seven hours of sleep on any given night. Consider going to bed just fifteen minutes earlier every night, and if you have to, pencil in an early bedtime in your daily schedule. Once those fifteen minutes become routine. 
add another 15 minutes in, and so on until you reach your goal of seven or more hours of sleep every night. If you're struggling to get to sleep, make sure you keep your bedroom cool and dark. Bump the thermostat down. Experts recommend a cool 68 degrees for optimal sleeping. Then close your curtains and dim the display on the bed alarm clock if needed. Also, something that's important if you have a hard time sleeping is to watch your caffeine. People should be stopping their caffeine about 12 hours before bedtime. And if you don't, you'll have a harder time sleeping. So 12 hours before bedtime. Right. That makes a big difference. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I'll drink, uh, a lot of times I'll drink a soft drink before bedtime, and that is not a good idea. And now I know better. Exactly. Go decaf. Let's talk about screen time. I've heard that putting our smartphones away an hour before bedtime can help us fall asleep even more easily. Is that true? Absolutely it is. And that leads me to the next resolution. Being available 24-7 is stressful and can have a negative impact on your health. When we stay connected via phones, tablets, or other digital devices, we become distracted, anxious, and less productive. Overattachment to our technology is causing disrupted sleep patterns and problems with our ability to establish emotional connections with other people. When you decide to turn off your devices for some time every day, you've decided to prioritize your relationships with family and friends and interests and hobbies that you might not otherwise engage in. And if the step seems like it's impossible, start small. Every day, turn the sound on your phone off for 15 minutes. And during those 15 minutes, engage in some other activity that you enjoy. Read a book, cook a meal, or talk to your spouse, for instance. Once this process becomes a habit, increase the amount of time you keep the phone silent. Once 15 minutes is easy, increase the time you spend away from your screen. And if you use your phone to conduct business, either by accepting phone calls or staying connected to email, consider giving yourself a digital office hours by scheduling the time of day you will and will not be accessible. If you need to, inform the colleagues and clients of your hours. For example, let them know that any email sent after 7 o'clock p.m. won't be received and read before 7 a.m. the following morning. That is a great idea, and I'm so guilty of 24-7 being on the clock. Got that phone in front of me. It's on my uh, nightstand at bedtime, and that is not a good idea. Turn it off. Dr. Snodgrass, we need to take a quick break now. When we come back, we're going to talk about self-care. We'll be right back. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System. Health for life. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life. Dr. Snodgrass, we hear a lot about self-care. 
how would you describe self-care? Well, self-care looks different for everyone, but the idea of self-care is to make sure you pick something to do for yourself every day. Taking time for solitude and reflection can decrease the stress and improve your overall outlook. It also sets a more peaceful tone for your day, particularly if you do it first thing in the morning. If you're not sure where to begin, read a novel while you drink your morning coffee. Turn off your phone and simply watch the birds out your window while you eat breakfast. If you suspect that you've neglected yourself, start small and incorporate one 10-minute self-care activity into every day. As it becomes more routine, add more time or an additional activity to your day. You know, one of the things you mentioned there was stress and decreasing your stress level. How important is that in self-care to just just decrease your stress level? It is a big part of self-care and is trying to eliminate unhealthy habits. There are a lot of unhealthy habits that we can work on. I'll take a minute to talk about one of them, and that's smoking and vaping. Smoking and vaping puts you at a higher risk for a long list of health problems. If you make every single resolution on the list but don't give up smoking, you're still putting yourself in harm's way. Take this chance to make a life-changing decision and ditch the smokes and the e-cigarettes. There are a lot of aids out there to help people with quitting, so make this the year you finally break the habit once and for all. I hope that everyone listening that smokes gives it up this year. Smoking's tough to give up. It's got to be. I've heard so many people say that smoking is tough, but... And then I've got a lot of friends that have done it. Right. And that's like the best thing you can do for yourself is giving up smoking. Well, you've covered a whole lot of goals. Uh, How should we choose what is best for us? The most important thing you can do is to make sure you have the right definition of being healthy. Being healthy doesn't mean eating only vegetables. It doesn't mean working out for hours every day. It isn't a number on a scale. All of these things have their place, but being healthy is a small series of small decisions that all point to one goal, to take care of the body and the life that you've been given. You know, that is such good advice. Do you have any tips on keeping our goals? Sometimes that's hard to do. It is. The first step is to decide what you want to achieve. Be specific. Don't just say you want to eat healthier. Define on what that looks like. Will it mean eating smaller portions? Maybe. Does it mean swapping your afternoon soft drink for a bottle of of water? Maybe. Does it mean taking a walk every day on your lunch break and signing up for a weekly health fitness class? Maybe. Then decide on how you will measure your progress. It also helps to have somebody that you're accountable to. If you tell them what your health care goals are and you share that with that other person and being accountable, that helps a lot. Look at your goal and decide how you want to track your progress. For example, someone attempting to lose weight could track their progress by the numbers on the scale or the way that their pants fit. For someone whose goal is to stop smoking, progress might be measured by the decrease in the number of days that they've gone without smoking or tracking the money that they save by not purchasing cigarettes. Be sure that your goal is realistic. While saving enough money to retire in five years sounds great, if you're only 25 years old, that's probably not very realistic. Instead of setting yourself up for failure, make sure your goal is something that you can realistically manage every day. Finally, give yourself a deadline. If your goal is to be more active, use a pedometer to measure your steps or work your way up to a goal of 500 extra steps every day. And once you've reached that goal, celebrate your milestone. Measurement doesn't mean you have to stop being healthy once you've met your goal. Once you succeed, set another goal, then another goal, then another. Taking small steps over time will build up a big progress. You mentioned cigarette smoking and money. You smoke two packs a day, you're spending $12 a day on cigarettes. And then do the multiplication times seven and then for oh, four weeks a month. Goodness. It's a pile of money. Well, it's $120 in 10 days. Right. That's, that's just a ton of money. Exactly. A ton of money. You know, everything you've said makes such good sense. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about your practice at Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care. We'll be right back. 
If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System. Health for life. Welcome back to Health for Life. Today, talking with Dr. Snodgrass. Tell us about Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care. Sure. Convenient Care provides personalized, non-emergency medical care for adults and children aged 2 and up with no appointment necessary. We provide care and treatment for mild illnesses like sore throats, earaches, cold and flu, sinus problems, congestion, and minor injuries like lacerations, sprains, strains, stitches. We do preventative care like annual physicals, adult immunizations for like flu, hepatitis, pneumonia, screenings for mammogram, colonoscopy, bone density tests. And we also treat and help people manage their diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and multiple other chronic illnesses. You know, I got to tell you, that name, I just love the name Convenient Care. What is it about Convenient Care? Tell us about why is it called Convenient Care? Well, the benefits of Convenient Care are you don't need an appointment. The cost is a whole lot less than it is in the emergency room. We have after-hours and weekend care. We have a lab on-site. We accept most of our insurance plans, including Medicare and Medicaid, and we have four different locations, Dalton, Varnell, Ringgold, inside the Hamilton Physician Group Catoosa Campus, and Chatsworth, which is inside the Hamilton Physician Group Murray Campus. You know, that's good to know. Tell me something that not everyone knows about convenient care. Well, most everyone knows that we are here for them as a walk-in clinic, but not everybody knows that we accept appointments, too. I serve as a primary care physician on an an ongoing basis to my patients. I help them manage their chronic illnesses like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. Now, you mentioned that in addition to walk-in care, Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care also offers annual physicals and other regular primary care services. It's easy to forget to schedule an annual physical every year. Why is an annual physical so important. Well, it's important because it helps us to find problems before they start. And if we can find the problems early, our chances of cure and treatment are are way better. We take steps to improve your chances of living a longer, healthier lifestyle. We know that 25% of Americans don't have a primary care physician. If you're part of this 25%, I encourage you to find a physician that you trust. Having someone you can rely on and an ongoing physician-patient relationship is so important to your health. And if you're too busy, Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care offers convenient weekday and weekend hours. That's great. Thanks for sharing all this great information. If you could leave our listeners with just one word of advice, what would that be? That would be to take care of yourselves. You're important to your family and your friends, and they love you and depend on you. So take care of yourselves, not only for you, but for all those other people who love you. For more information about Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care Dalton, call 706-529-3245 or Hamilton Physician Group Convenient Care Varnell, 706 852 
2374 or you can visit hamiltonhealth.com slash convenient. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illnesses or replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. If you're in need of medical care, don't delay. Your health won't wait. Hamilton Medical Center is ready to care for you. We are following CDC guidelines. Patients and guests are screened for COVID-19 symptoms. Those who are suspected to have the virus are treated in a separate area. Plus, Hamilton's high-powered UV light robots eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and viruses on surfaces. Please do not delay medical care. Your health won't wait. As always, Hamilton is here for you. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System. Health for life. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 